I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Welcome back, guys. The Ultra Carbon After Show Season 2, Episode 1, Phantom Lady. I'm your host, Shaka Smith, joined by my wonderful co-host, who is back with me again from last season. Nate, what's up? What's up, guys? We're back again. Man, I- I'm super excited. This was a heck of an episode. Yeah. Um, so we got a lot to talk about, guys. We got new sleeve, new crime, old lovers, so much going on. Uh, but let me just dive right in. What were your overall thoughts? Yeah, um, I, uh, I'm i I'm kind of mixed about it. I liked a lot of it. Like I said, the atmosphere felt great. It really felt, it captured a lot of the first season, the things that I liked. Um, there were some story elements I kind of raised my eyebrow. I wasn't quite sure about Um but overall, on the whole, it, it definitely got me more excited to see what's going to happen with the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I just breathed a sigh of relief that I was able to buy into Anthony Mackie as Kovach. You know, I was really afraid. I really liked Joel Kinnaman's char- character. He played it so well last season. I was afraid I'd be let down um, this season. But I'm totally invested, and I, I really want to see, you know, how badass Kovach can be. <laughs> yeah, I... I mean, I, we got to give Mackie more time. Yeah. I'm I'm still not completely convinced it's him playing Kovacs because I look at him and I still just see Mackie. I still see Falcon or whatever. Mm. Um, but as far as like tough guy super soldiers, like he fits the role, the role yeah. perfectly. You know, he looks great. <laughs> He's jacked. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to see where he goes from it. But there was some of it was it just felt kind of like hand wavy of like, this is what's happening now. Yeah. It just is. And I'm like, OK. Yeah, but I, did, I thought Mackie actually did a good job with the accent where he tried at moments to sound as if he was someone with that accent. Did, but in a to me, a believable way. I'm not going to say no. I'm going to yeah. say I just need to see a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that goes to our first topic is that new sleeve. So he gets this upgraded sleeve. What do you think about the upgrade? Uh, it's pretty interesting. Last time, you know, he was in the cop's body who, you know, was in shape and stuff, but yeah. n- not a super soldier. Yeah. <laughs> so it's interesting now to see him like be knocking guys across the room and stuff and have these guns that have like magnets that yeah. are like in his hand or something like that. And he can heal quickly too. Yeah. Which allows you to also then stab yourself for a memory recall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, we also got some really, uh, some other new characters introduced. Trep, um, who is an actress from Luke Cage. I, I like this sort of no-nonsense character. I'm not sure where she's going yet, but I liked, I liked her vibe. What do you think about her? Yeah, I think they definitely didn't set her up just to be like one and done with that episode yeah. um i'm curious to see what she's going to do now that you know her boss is dead or at least the guy who hired her to send the message um but it's great to see you know badass female characters that aren't like one note that yeah. have like a full character around them so yeah, which I, mean, I thought they did really well first season yeah, yeah exactly yeah so it's good to see them carrying that on um i was surprised in that scene to i mean i kind of had a hint that he was the singer but by the time it came around, I was like, I don't think he's even there. Yeah, so, like, not sure. It was a good twist for me. Yeah, and it was nice to get Poe back in there too, because you're not sure if he's coming back. But he's kind of one of the coolest characters. Yeah, I. It's if Poe again, he's one of the ones elements that feels a little shoehorned mm. for me. Um, that being said, I really did enjoy him in the first season. I really like that actor. Yeah. Um, 
and having like an AI companion for Kovacs to talk to definitely helps to get kind of more exposition on the character. Um, so I think it works. It works pretty well. Yeah, and I, and I liked that the AI sort of in his back pocket. He, had, you know, last season he got out of a lot of trouble with the AI. The AI was really able he to come sa- through. He literally yeah. saved his life. Yeah. yeah so and so the friendship kind of makes sense. Yeah, it's good to know that Kovacs has that. It, hopefully, if the it stops being glitchy, and why hasn't he fixed the glitch? Isn't it the future? Aren't we like why is the AI still? Yeah, I want. I think it has to do. There was something in the first season where like he was like permanently damaged because of one of the enemy malicious AIs or something yeah. like that. I oh, I remember that it. now. Yeah, and it was to me that was one of the story elements. So where it's like you're so far in the future, we're doing all these things, we can't just fix the AI a little bit. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but they're very complex. Yeah, AI. <laughs> yeah, super complex. Uh, what did you also think about the time jump? So we have a thirty year difference now. I just I, I was I. I was unclear that that's what happened because the yeah. dialogue happened, but like it just didn't feel like they laid into that enough. It makes sense to have a time gap because it would be kind of weird if like right back to back all yeah. this stuff happens. Um, so I don't know. I, the one cool thing though is now there is a 30 year gap of him doing whatever he's doing for them to do flashbacks and stuff of. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, and I, I'd like to know: Did he ever get invested in someone else that he was in love with? You know, <laughs> this one just really tugs tugs on the heartstrings. Here. Yeah, yeah, I think the and again in this episode seeing him seeing Kelcrest again, and obviously yeah. he's still having those visions or whatever you want to call it, hallucinations, um, that's clearly really driving him. Um, So even though in some ways it's like, yeah, like move on. Yeah. He's, she's literally there. Like (laughs) you have to find me. You have to stab yourself, like whatever. So it's not like he's like, just like pining after her. He's getting these palpable visions. He's like, "Ah, I'm still in love. tangibly there in front of him. (laughs) Um, And then we got to talk about this new crime now. So we get Horace Axley. And I think we always love Kovach on a mission, right? We always like to see him sort of the law and order SVU in the future. Yeah. Um, Horace Axley, I guess he abducted him and he needs protection himself and then we find out he's no longer i was just really glad that it wasn't going to be another season of him working for a meth i mean like oh, yeah. here comes the setup meth yeah. comes to hire him then he goes out on the job um so to see that him get there and have him already be dead is interesting i do think there's a reason why he said like they're gonna blame me for this because mm-hmm. they probably will yeah um and the one thing that he did mention that i completely forgot about is this guy as a meth definitely has a backup yeah right but there was that like weird thing like on his face, yeah, that, which makes me think maybe he won't have a backup. Maybe, maybe because also why else would he be so scared to to bring him out if yeah. he could just come back? Exactly, he just so, upload himself. Yeah, and then of course we know it looks like Kelcrest is the one who killed killed him, and I love it because it does change that dynamic. He's not just looking for some random murderer right. of meth. He's actually looking for the the love who looks like she's murdered. Right, and I would think if she's murdering them, she's doing. It with some finality, so there might be something to that, right? Because she yeah. knows how the stack works. Yeah. It's not like she would waste her time. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, and this is why I say, even though I raised some eyebrows, um, we looked at each other while <laughs> we were watching it a couple times. Um, it was a really good setup episode. There's actually a lot of groundwork, and with the last season, one of the things they did really well was having a greater conflict and themes and stories and stuff. And on the side. There was a lot of cool action and all the stuff that yeah. he was doing, but there was also all these other conceptual things going on with the world, and it feels like they're setting up to do the same thing again. Like yeah. we saw uh, the new governor addressing the people yeah. about you know stopping the attacks from uh, the 
rebel the, group. I don't yeah, the, what the protectorate. Called. The protectorate. Yeah. No, the protectorate is the with is, Lieutenant Colonel Carrera. Yeah. Yeah, the protectorate are like the like the cops, and they are battling. What is it? The the Kel? It was something. It was it sounded yeah, like the her name. Falconers or something. Yeah, yeah. Or the Kel Crest, something yeah. like that. Yeah, <laughs> they're attacking the mines because this. So Harlan's world is the planet where they mine the resources to make, make the, the stacks. Stack, yeah. yeah. So that's why the Kel Cresterners, I have to look up what yeah. they're called, uh, want are attacking them there because they're anti-stack. Yeah. So it just kind of makes sense. You stop them at the source. Um, so them setting up this whole conflict is very interesting. And then how does you know uh, what's his name? Uh, Horace, how does Axley come into play into that as well? And then why is Kilcrest killing him? And there's a lot of questions, which I'm excited to get answered. Yeah, I love that they went a little bit broader than just sort of this, like, revenge or get get her back, this ancient story, personal story. Um, And, of course, so we we have these moments now. I love the character Hideki. I think it was Hideki Tisada? Tisada? Did I get that right? Yeah, Tisada Hideki. (laughs) Yeah, so I, I love that moment where... You see the history has played out, but yeah. he had a couple things to say about losing, losing a piece of yourself and why right. Kelcrest might be changed. Different. Did yeah. you find that like it, I, I think that's going to be a setup for the entire season? Oh, definitely. I mean, yeah. and especially with the reveal at the end that that's who attacked him. Yeah. You know, I, based off that line, yeah. she's not going to be what he thinks he is. Even if that is, I mean, who knows if that's even her? Yeah. Just because that that's be the body. Someone in maybe. Her sleeve, yeah, yeah. Maybe there's just a sleeve made to look like her, and there's another stack in there. In this world, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was really interesting coming from him. I do have to say, though, like I said to you as we were watching, if you're a meth who's 300 years old, why are you in a 70, 80-year-old <laughs> sleeve? Like, I, I know to preserve some sanity, you have to look like yourself yeah. still. But when, but last season, we that, that you know, for, I forget his name, but that white dude, he was, <laughs> he was not that old. Yeah. He didn't look that old in his sleeve. Well, I, I think... And I'm hoping they explain it. I hope they just don't leave us out there kind of like wondering why do some yeah. people decide to look older or not older. But I think it has something to do with that loss of self that yeah. you want to preserve as much and maybe seeing that same face in the mirror because we saw what he went through when mm-hmm. he saw like different faces when he just got switched. So I think that could have something to do with it. And if you know you're already going to be alive regardless, it might just be more of a let me make sure that my mental is a little bit more on point. Yeah. I mean, that's the only thing I could see for. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that kind of makes sense. Um, my question for you is, do you think we're going to see the grandson again? Uh, of course we're going to see the grandson again. Yeah, of course we're going to see the grandson again. <laughs> he, though again. he was not happy yeah. about getting told off by his grandfather. At all. But I, yeah, I don't know in what capacity or how rebellious he'll be because they really set up that whole chain of command. But he might, for maybe, sure. maybe he kills the grandfather and he decides to do something. Yeah, he just, I just got bad vibes <laughs> from him. That whole sequence was really cool though. Him saying the family death poem and yeah. Then, like, oh, he saved me 300 years ago. Like, it's just just a cool sentence to yeah. say. Like, <laughs> and, and one thing I, for me, they keep setting up these envoys as these pretty much indestructible killers. How did all the other envoys die out? They got hunted down by the Protectorate. And you have to remember that he, uh, they had like a, there somebody turned, yeah. right, is what happened. Oh, and, and then, then there they, was that. Yeah, and then they like, they came and they attacked the planet with all that crazy stuff yeah you just you would think though that there'd be more than just one given how elevated these envoys seem I to mean, be in terms be of the fighting to skill find out that there is one other survivor or something yeah. as a plot point but in general like they were created so long ago and the protectorate has made such a push to hunt them down 
you know, any ones that may have been survived that from it the just original seems like, time. Yeah. That, yeah, it's it, it kind of makes sense. Kind of lends to the possibility. Be, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I was really a big fan that they were able to get out so much in this episode and lay down. And I think that might be why it was a little bit herky-jerky for us. Yeah. Because A, they had to kind of set a scene where anyone who had just walked into it a new viewer could just kind of pick it right, up from pick, pick, episode one. Exactly. And then they also had to kind of set up the rest of the, the yeah. season. When she's, when she's sitting in the bar in the beginning saying like, oh yeah, Walter Kovacs, who did this? And yeah. he's in love with Kel Crest Falconer. Yeah. And he's out looking for her right now. Yeah. It's like, all right, guess I didn't need to watch a recap of the last season. Yeah. And I, and I love that they're setting up this whole idea of the mind and the body that, you know, when you, we thought we separated the two, but there's still something there yeah. in the body that is preserved. Yeah. And so um, we also have some great segments as well. Um, we're going to have a little bit of news and we're going to have our special segment, Badass of the Week. Because right. um, Kovach is back. He's upgraded. And so we're going to look at other badasses of the week and let's see how Kovach uh, measures up. <laughs> um, but let's go into, yeah, well, who is your Badass of the Week this week? Um, my Badass, I figure just start strong. <laughs> uh, John Wick. John Wick, nice. The ultimate Baba Yaga. Uh <laughs> You know, scary killer guy Supreme who only wants to care for his dog and live his quiet life in a retired home. So, so John Wick versus Kovacs. I mean, Kovacs would win, <laughs> and in in almost all of his sleeves, he would he would win. Just just probably. I mean, as good as John Wick is, like he's not a hundred years old <laughs> and wasn't trained to like withstand mind torture <laughs> and stuff like that um however i do think he'd give him a good a good run for his money yeah. for sure uh probably a tough a tough matchup a tough. do you have one uh badass i keep just thinking captain america uh how could i not the captain america badass of the week yeah. um but of course of course i think captain america gets that battle you captain think america. so you know, when I think about the shield versus those guns, we haven't seen what the guns can really do, um, but it looks like they can just come to his hand when he's close range. Um, that shield goes further. Yeah. So I think when you're looking at that shield versus those guns, I'm going to go with this, the the shield looks more versatile. Okay. I might, uh, I'm a little 50-50 on that one. Yeah. He does, they both have the strength. They both have the healing, healing factor. Um, Cap definitely has the mental game for yeah. sure. But, I mean, it depends on the fight, but I think... In the right circumstances, Kovacs would win only because I think he's more likely to kill him, or he's more likely to to do something maybe not as honorable in honorable, order to win yeah. the fight. Where I yeah. think Steve, that that would be his weakness, is that he would, you know, he would be like, "Oh, you got me. I'm sorry." <laughs> Steve would be like, "It's all right, good fight." And then he would and like pull him down. And, and I feel like we need like up. a claymation fight of these now. <laughs> like, I want to <laughs> see this. Yeah, I want to see these played yeah, out. That would be awesome. <laughs> and of course, we have another special segment called news. Um, not much news, but a little bit of news. And that is the novelist Richard K. Morgan did say that he saw. Uh, Ultra Carbon going five seasons. If it, if it played out perfectly, obviously the numbers and the viewers got to be right. But um, he saw it going five seasons. So this is an exciting time to be a viewer. And of course, Joel Kinnaman also came out. Some people were concerned about whether or not he'd be upset that he'd be replaced season two. But he was a big fan of the books. He read them all and knew that it was likely he wouldn't be there for season two and wished Anthony Mackie the best and was actually excited to watch it because that's how the books are supposed to go. Yeah. So it'll um, be interesting to see if they are able to 
Follow the books as well. And there's two more books, Broken Angels and Awoken Furies, that also feature the character of Kovat. So we may get five seasons, but we may get even more. So Yeah, I mean, I'd be definitely into that, especially if they continue down the path that they're on now. Yeah. Um, it's it's a cool idea to be able to have this character that multiple actors can come in and play yeah. and bring to life. I think that's cool. And it's also just this whole universe, the what they've set up, I think there's a lot of potential for stories, even if they somehow move on and Kovacs isn't the main character anymore. Yeah. Um, I think the idea of stacks and envoys and the whole interdimensional travel thing, there's yeah. a lot of really interesting things in play there. Yeah, so this is exciting news. So hopefully, you know, I'm, I'm happy for season two and I want three, four, and five. <laughs> so, um, and of course, we got to talk a little bit about our predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. What do you got? Um, you- I don't know. We got a really interesting quote. Uh, where he says, with endless future comes endless past. So mm. I think, for one, we're going to get a lot of flashbacks, of yeah. course. Um, I My other prediction, I think, just like how in the first season he was in the body of a detective and it was a lot of detective-y murder mystery kind of thing, now that he's in a body of a super soldier, I think it's going to be a lot more action, a lot more shooty bang bang. Yeah. Um, not, not to say that he won't be figuring stuff out, but I think there's going to be a lot more shooting in yeah. this in this one i think for sure um i'm gonna i'm gonna pull this one out it just kind of came to me i just started to feel it because the the quote again about you know not separating the mind and the body we thought we separated it but the body's got these memories i think that maybe this particular body might have strong memories towards another character um and maybe there might be a double mission and there's a conflict of that mission um sure. you know, imagine you're having to you know kill your ex-wife, or you kill your wife, but she's actually hunting down the person you are now in the sleeve. Yeah, well, it's just like last season. So there's, yeah. He, he was in the sleeve of the other girl's boyfriend, but then also had to deal with the murder thing, and, the same, and then his sister came in. So yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they're gonna. there's going to be some other like B-plot kind of concurrently Yeah, with that. to understand. I, I, I can't wait to see if they're going to give us the back story on the sleeve he's in. Yeah, yeah, that's and that's what I'm hoping for. That's why I said I give Mackie pass. We'll see how it goes. Because yeah. for me, like Joel was really good, but where it came to life was with the scenes of him being Kovacs and then him being the guy that of the sleeve that he was in before, yeah. and then seeing how they were actually differently. Then I was like, okay, I can really see him. And he pulled it off so well, right? Where he believed. So it. that's yeah. what I'm looking for is yeah. to see Mackie be whatever the character the sleeve was. Yeah. But also, I'm not sure if that's gonna happen because they keep talking about how like it's a combat sleeve and like he's like engineered to be like yeah. a super soldier kind of a thing. So I don't know if it was a person. And I'm also really unsure how the Yakuza guys could just look at him and be like, oh, he's a super soldier. It's an expensive yeah, sleeve. Like, is there a tag or, hanging or somewhere? Or do a bunch look the same? And so they've right. already so seen a version. So is there just a, a, a army of Anthony Mackies <laughs> going around kicking ass? That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, that was actually that might actually be the twist we need. <laughs> <laughs> pull the helmets off. Yeah, it's, like, it's like eight whoa. Anthony Mackies. <laughs> Which is a real Kovach. <laughs> so yeah, we will see. But that it was an exciting, exciting uh, first episode. And I think, what was your grade for the episode? You had to grade this episode. Uh, I would give it a B plus. B plus. It, yeah, I, some of the action was a little lackluster to me. There's too many cuts in that initial scene. Also, while maybe it is a plot explanation, I feel like it's very hand wavy to be like, oh no, that's a really expensive sleeve. Don't use all these guns that we just pulled yeah, out. We were surrounded three surrounded, seconds ago. Yeah. yeah. And we'll instead let him beat the crap out of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was a little herky for me too. I was like, hmm, you, you're surrounded, you know. <laughs> yeah. And also the whole like, oh, he's an envoy. He let you capture him so he could come here and have an audience with me. Like, no, nah, I 
I'm pretty sure he got beat up and then shot in the foot. <laughs> but, but I did. I actually liked that line because I thought, I thought towards the end of the fighting scene, it seemed like he was letting them win. I, I, I Maybe felt I need that. to rewatch it. Yeah, I was like, yeah, he's kind of like just kind of eased off real quick. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for uh, episode two. Well, where can they find you online? So they, if they have any complaints or concerns, you just find him online. That's right. You come straight for me. Yeah. Uh, you can find me everywhere at Dog Like Nate. That's dog with two Gs. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. And you guys can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Shaka Strong. And of course, give us five stars. Give us the likes and all the comments. We really appreciate it, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. 